As a parent, do you have the faith to hang on to and the confidence that you need to raise rock-solid kids in today's new normal? Well, hey, grab your pen and get your show notes because today's Family Shift episode is just for you. This is the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of the Family Shift Podcast, a podcast designed to help families stop drifting and to start living with greater intention. My name is Rodney Gage, and I'm joined by my my co-host, I should say, of nearly 29 years of marriage, my wife, Michelle. Hey, everybody. So glad you're with us today. Yes, and we are so excited because this particular podcast is going to be extra special And it's going to be super helpful because it's also a special Mother's Day edition podcast. We've never done anything like this before. That's right. It's Mother's Day and we have three kiddos that uh, can prove that we have, (laughs) that I am a mother. And I've been a mother for 25 years now. Crazy. Yes. Does that mean you're getting old or what? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Nobody's told me that. So maybe you're, well, you're insinuating. <laughs> here we are, live and in person here. But no, we are excited. Today's podcast is going to be, I think, just really uh, unique and encouraging because we are um, approaching Mother's Day weekend at the time of this release. And very special time, obviously, to honor um, the very special women and ladies in our lives and um, regardless of if you're maybe in a situation like me where my mom is, uh, is in heaven with the Lord. But uh, wow, what a legacy that she left behind. I know for uh, myself and my three older brothers. And um, so today with that in mind, we're going to be just speaking life and speaking words of hope to um, not just moms, but it, these, these are going to be some wonderful transferable truths that are going to be applicable to everyone. So regardless of male, female, mom, dad, whoever's listening, uh, we do really do want to just speak uh, words of life and encouragement to you. And That's so, right. I come from a family of four girls, so we've got my mom, who is still living, which is a huge blessing, and um, four moms in our family, too, because of the four girls in our, in our family. So we're my dad is... Uh, He's blessed with lots of females around him. They're sending out lots of Mother's Day cards this week. <laughs> yes, lots of, uh, what do you call it, estrogen oh, yes. in your household, that's yes, for sure. Yes, that's we right. We have lots of testosterone in our side of the family. That's right. Well, it's been an unusual year uh, so far, and we sit now in the second month of this COVID-19, and so I've been spending a lot of time talking with moms over the phone um, and just kind of hearing from them what they're going through right now, and it's just such an interesting time. It's a Mother's Day we will never forget. Um, I've talked to lots of moms of young kids that never planned on being a teacher, but now they're the homeschool mom, and they, they weren't prepared for that. Um, You know, people that are on the front lines, they're essential workers that are moms and having to balance that work life home um, that they're having to figure out and even corporate executives that are having to work from home and have kids running around. So it's just a different time right now, a different year for mothers. And um, so we kind of want to address a little bit of that, too. Yeah, and I think it's important for us to even just talk through, you know, um, 
just the different emotions that are taking place right now. I know that um, because of the whole quarantine and social distancing and um, as you stated now, for right at two months, over eight weeks um, since our country has really been um, put into an, a place unlike we've ever really experienced, and it is forced, as you stated, um, families now to be at home and now dealing with so many new situations and circumstances. But, you know, the thing that many um, came out of was, you know, challenges and dealing with cultural issues when it comes to, you know, their children and all the demands and everything that obviously was taking place before COVID-19. And now you're hearing people talk about the new normal and what it's going to be like moving back into, you know, the way it either used to be or maybe a new way of doing things. And so there's just a lot of I think a lot of additional stress and a lot of uncertainty. Right. There's just a lot of questions, you know, that we're hearing parents asking as it relates to, well, what do I do about this situation? What do I do about that situation? And so, you know, there is, there's just this kind of unusual tension in the season that we're in right now. And so with that in mind, I just wanted you to today, Michelle, to kind of take the lead and talk really to not just parents, but specifically to the hearts of moms that might be listening. And uh, what kind of going into Mother's Day weekend, what kind of words of encouragement could you speak into the moms that may be listening today's, to uh, today's episode? Yeah, I've just been thinking through that, like I said, from talking with so many women over the phone um, over the past couple of months. And some thoughts that have come to my mind is you're doing better than you think you are. You know, I think sometimes we are our own worst enemy and uh, we allow thoughts to come into our head that we're not good enough. We start to compare to others. And, um, you know, we you're doing better than you think you are. Uh, we actually, you know, when I'm very... Faith is like the foundation of our marriage and our home, and um, I believe that we have an enemy that comes against us, and the Bible talks about that he is an accuser, and I just want to encourage you, you know, he may put things in your head that you're not good enough, you're not doing enough for your kids. You are. You are good enough. You are his masterpiece that he created, and he has great plans for you, and you're fulfilling those plans right now. At this time, 2020, he planned the year you were born. He created you in your mother's womb, and he had purposefully given you the children that you have, and he's given you everything. You are the girl for the job, and you're doing better than you think you are. You matter more than you think you do. Your kids need you, and um, you know God is up to more than what we think he is or even what we can even imagine. I, got, I had a text today sent to me that God is doing more than we can even think or imagine right now. It's just bigger than what we can even dream. And I think that moms are, you know, having the opportunity to speak into their kids. Kids are at home 100% of the time, you know, especially when we had that at home um, shelter in place order. And, you know, it's, we've had the opportunity to speak life into our kids. And if we haven't, we've kind of, I know we've shifted our minds and we've had the time to kind of figure things out and, and begin to really pour into our kids. And it's been really a blessing, I think, in disguise in many ways. I know that many are having difficulties during this time and we don't forget and we know we're praying through those things. But 
in general, I think moms are, are doing better than they think they are, and they matter more than they really realize, and God is up to something big in their lives, in their kids' lives, in their homes. Well, I think it's important to internalize that and really take that in, you know, if you are a mom, just because, you know, we talk to so many who just feel a lot of guilt, and sometimes that guilt is because they're not spending enough time as they would like to spend with their kids mm-hmm. because of work. Um, or just other demands or responsibilities, you know, often it's maybe the the guilt. I know that there's a lot of tension between, um, you know, blended families sometimes and, you know, where, you know, just the complexities of navigating and working through the different dynamics on a relational level with, um, you know, with children that are in the household that you're you know, obviously, sometimes feeling like you could be doing more, you should be doing more. Maybe you feel like you're not getting through. Um, you know, you're not making as much progress or seeing as much progress as you would like to see. Sometimes you may even feel like you're going backwards in different ways. So there's a lot of different things. And I think, once again, you know, it's easy sometimes as parents to kind of beat ourselves up for not doing enough or if we have made mistakes that we you know, wish we could kind of go back and have that time to do over again. But at the end of the day, as Michelle just emphasized, I do think that we have to understand the fact that we really do have an enemy that wants to defeat us and discourage us and remind us of our faults and our failures or our shortcomings, remind us of the fact that we, we're, not, we're not cut out for the job, that we're inadequate. And I just think we need to be reminded of the fact that you know what, if if we have a roof over our heads and we have the opportunity to be able to, you know, be together as a family, maybe it's not what you could be, you know, what it would be, maybe it's not what it, you would like for it to be, maybe you're not at a place, maybe in your spiritual life or maybe in the closeness of your relationships that you would like to be, but the fact that you're together is so vitally important. I've heard so much, you know, with talking with women, I've spoken with multiple women that it has been healing for their marriage. You would think that if you're struggling with your marriage, that this would have been make it worse, you know, but it's been healing because they've had to sit and talk and work through things that were kind of maybe hidden in the closet. And it's that now they're, they're talking through things and working through things and they've actually found healing. I've spoken with women that, um, they're, they've, built a greater relationship with their mom. They've found something in common that they mm, can talk about, great. you know, and you've seen families FaceTiming with uh, parent, grandparents that are in the nursing home. And I mean, it's, it's brought so much healing, I believe, and just kind of clarity and purification in many ways, you know, for so many that I have spoken with. And um, so it, it's, it's been interesting how it's affected all of us for sure. Well, moms, we want you to know that you're doing better than you think you are. You matter more than you think you do. And God is doing more than you think or can see. And I think that's the beauty of just knowing that, you know, at some point we have to uh, just relinquish control and put our kids into the hands of God. You know, I'm thinking specifically about the story, one of my favorite stories in the Bible of uh, the prodigal son, and the prodigal son, you know, who left, and the Bible says he went to a far country, and 
basically he just went and sowed his wild wild oats. And yet here he was eventually returning back home. And it was in that, you know, it was in that faraway country where the father, you know, had lost all control. But yet it was through that process that, you know, God began to use situations and circumstances in that son's life to eventually bring him back home. And that's my, my prayer for any parent who's listening who maybe has a wayward son or daughter. Maybe they're not, they're not where they could be or should be in their spiritual life or making wise decisions. And again, parents sometimes carry the, the reproach or the guilt of that, and they struggle with a lot of those emotions. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that maybe God is using other people. He's using situations and circumstances behind the scenes that God ultimately is going to use to bring that son or to bring that daughter back home and back into a right relationship with God and a right relationship with the rest of the family. So whatever you do, don't give up hope. Don't throw in the towel. Don't beat yourself up. Don't be too hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Just know that you're doing better than you think you are. You matter more than you think you do. And God is doing more than you think or can even see. So with that in mind, Michelle, why don't you walk us through just something real practical that as far as a mom's faith that she can hold on to during these difficult times. Yeah, I came up with an acrostic um, with the word faith, and it is something that um, it's a faith that we can hold on to in you know tough times, good times. This this always remains true, and so we take the the word uh, faith and we and we've broken it down. So the first letter is F, and it's first seek God. You know, uh, the scripture talks about if we seek Him first, that He will take care of everything else in our lives. He talks about that in Matthew, and um, that I have found that to be true. I was blessed to be raised in a home that taught me to first seek God, and it, it makes a huge difference um, in our lives when we have that foundation in our lives to, to seek Him, because He, he is all-knowing. He is the beginning and the end, and He is, is our Creator, and He knows us better than anyone. And um, so we, if we seek Him first, He's going to, to take care of the rest in our lives. What we put first is what we will be at the end. Yeah. Um, and it's just very important that we seek Him first. The A uh, stands for allow for faults and failures, and that you are talking about that a minute ago. Uh, there's a scripture that has really stood out to me kind of at the beginning of this COVID um, pandemic because it was at Colossians 3.13. I happened to read it. In my daily devotional, and it says to make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And I looked up what the word allowance was, and it's it's really that you plan for it. You, it's going to happen, and we can have expectations of others, but really, the only thing that we can control is ourselves. And so we have to prepare, we have to make allowance for, we have to plan on it that somebody's going to probably not meet our expectations. There, There's going to be faults and failures and, and in ourselves as well. We are not perfect. There is no human that is perfect. So that's been a really a great 
thing that that I have just kind of planted in my heart during this time, just making allowance for others' faults. That's good. I think it's important just to create an atmosphere of grace and Mm -hmm. forgiveness because there's nothing, you know, that that creates more division and creates more uh, distance, you know, in the home than, you know, just the uh, shortcomings that we hold against one another, yeah. and we have to give allowance. We have to give some grace, and and we have to sometimes as parents we have to swallow our pride and, and admit when we do wrong. And you know, I often say that you know the six most important words that we could ever say, especially as parents, that six important words that we could ever say to our kids, and that is, I admit I made a mistake. Right. And I think the more we can model that, and we can confess that, and you know, we can just take ownership of that, it helps our kids in return to be willing to admit their faults and confess those things. So those are just some great um, reminders. I think when the COVID first started, it was very interesting in our home because we have three, it's you, myself, and our son, Rodney Luke, and we have some very... And our dog, Bougie. And dog, Bougie, yes, that adds something very special to the mix. But the three of us are very strong personalities, and so it, it... we had to kind of figure it out. It took us a couple of weeks, to be honest. But it's called we, intense fellowship. Intense fellowship that was happening. But now it's, it's a little bit smoother sailing. So I don't know about you guys, but we've got to make allowance for each other's faults. So F is, is, stands for first seek God. The A stands for allow room for faults. And the I stands for what? Initiate support from others. And that's um, something that's so important is that we initiate engagement with people that can speak into our life, mentors, somebody that we look to that is setting the, the example for us. You know, as a mother, as a wife, it's just important that we look to others that, that are ahead of us, that have done the thing and that we need, you know, their support. Um, and we, I, I actually started a mentorship this, this year and it's been awesome. I'm mentoring nine girls right now. And, um, it's just been a blessing to be able to be in communication with them and teaching them really to seek God first and all of these principles. But it's been important for me in my lifetime to look to somebody ahead of me or to a friend that's, has a few more years in parenting and relationships and uh, it's been it's everything to me and and getting into a life group a small group that you can talk with someone you know about what you're going through and bounce ideas off of another person or you just need wisdom or you just need somebody to listen to you it's so important that we initiate that because people are not going to come find you as much as we want to think that and, and as much as our friends are awesome, sometimes we got to initiate things and make things happen. We have to initiate uh, support from others. It's super important that you reach out, that you not isolate yourself. Um, you know, we've had to be in isolation, but it's important that you not spiritually isolate yourself. You got to insulate yourself with the right people, find the right people, and initiate their support. Um, Don't do life alone. That's right. That's right. And then the T is teach by example. And this we um, this is from our book as well, the family shift. But teach by example. You know, there's 
no greater uh, lesson that we can teach our kids. No, nothing we say really matters more than what we do because they're going to do what we do sometimes more so than what we say. I like what Josh McDowell says. He said, you can fool a fool, you can con a con, but you can't kid That's a kid. That's right. That's, that's right. so true because kids see right through us, and yeah. I think it's important. You know, that's why I made the statement a few moments ago just about creating an atmosphere of grace in your home because, you know, we're going we're gonna to make mistakes. We're not always going to be the perfect example, obviously. We're going to have our own set of shortcomings, but at the same time, you know, kids do what we, they, they do what you know, we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we have to just be mindful of the fact of what we say, um, you know, even the habits that we take on, uh, what we listen to, what comes out of our mouth, you know, all of those things at the end of the day, our kids are going to mimic the exact same, same the exact same mindsets and behaviors that we exemplify for them. That's right. We talk about that in our book. It's called imprinting, you know. It's Absolutely. Imprinting on their lives. And the H is for hold on to confidence. <laughs> we have a friend that that talks to us about you gotta get your confidence back. You gotta get your swagger back. And it's so important that we have a confidence that, you know, coming out of this, it's it's a little coming out of the COVID, it's it's a little scary, to be honest, but we got to walk out in faith and we've got to walk out in confidence. You know, going to the grocery store with a mask on and gloves kind of freaks me out a little bit. And I don't know about anybody else, but we know obviously it's for good, but we've got to have the confidence of the Lord in our heart. And um, there's a scripture in Hebrews 10 that says, don't throw away your confidence. Don't don't let it go because you need that. We, we need to walk with hope and confidence and strength in our lives, especially as mothers. We've got to walk with confidence. I, there was a scripture I found, actually I read this morning, Proverbs 14, 26 in the Passion Translation says, confidence and strength flood the hearts of the lovers of God who live in awe of Him. And of course that comes from seeking Him first. Um, and their devotion provides their children with a place of shelter and security. It's good. The devotion of their hearts, the confidence that we walk in gives our children confidence and security and a shelter in their lives. They have that safe place knowing that, you know, they, they can look to their parents for guidance and confidence. And I think that's without question one of the um, greatest areas of insecurity that we all have as parents is just that we just lack that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, we are often second guessing ourselves right. or questioning whether we're doing enough or we're doing it right or, you know, whatever. And so we lack that confidence. But, you know, somebody helped me a long time ago understand, because, you know, when you think about it, okay, well, how do I get that confidence? Well, ultimately, confidence comes from God. So it kind of goes back to the very beginning of what you emphasized with the word faith is first seek God. So if you want confidence, confidence starts with God and comes from God, and that's where we get Godfidence. And so I think it's important that we just remind ourselves that, you know, the Bible says with God, all things are possible. And one of the, you know, popular or famous verses that's so often you see athletes wearing, 
you know, on their sleeve or, you know, often, you know, under their eye, their eye black. It says Philippians 4.19, and it's the reminder that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. So, you know, as parents, we definitely need all the confidence we can get, but that confidence truly comes from God because that's where wisdom comes from. And there's no greater area in our lives where we need more wisdom and more confident uh, confidence than when it comes to raising our children and helping our children be able to foundationally stand on their own values, their own beliefs, their own convictions, so that when we release them and send them out into the world, we can have confidence that we've done all that we can to help set them up for success. That's right. That's right. That's what impact is, you know, where you're, we're living in, in, in life to impact our children. Um, and that, that's the outcome of their life, that, um, that we will have influenced them, we will have imprinted on their life, and that we have impacted them. And we leave them more than just memories. We leave them a legacy. That's awesome. And that's, that's what we want to be. That's what we want to be as mothers. That's our heart's desire. And there's just, you know, these things we can actually, these are steps and these are handles that we can hold on to, just to hold on to faith. So thank you so much for joining us for this last, uh, for our podcast here in May. And just be reminded that you're doing better than you think you That's are. That's right. That you matter more than you think you do, and God is doing more than you think or can see. And so these uh, points will be in our show notes, so make sure you get those. And uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you take a moment and uh, rate and review our podcast, and also make sure you, you subscribe and also share it with your friends. It just gives us the opportunity to get the message of help and hope and encouragement to so many more others. That's and right. So, you can actually snapshot while you're watching on um, iTunes or wherever you're watching YouTube. You can take a snapshot and tag us at uh, Family Shift or Rodney Gage or Michelle Gage, and we would love to repost it and share it. Hopefully yes. it has been helpful to you. Absolutely. Well, listen, we can't wait to reconnect with you for the next episode, but we want you to know that uh, on this Family Shift episode, um, hey, we want to encourage you and to continue um, living with greater intention because here at Family Shift, that is our truest desire is that as families, we will stop drifting and we will start living with greater intention. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. If you're receiving hope and encouragement from this podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. You can also receive the Family Shift Discussion Guide and show notes right into your inbox by signing up or downloading the discussion guides by going to familyshift.com backslash podcast. If you haven't had a chance to get a copy of Rodney and Michelle's new book, Family Shift, you can find links to purchase it at familyshift.com. Also, check out the new Family Shift 7-Day Devotional on the YouVersion Bible app. Once again, thank you for joining us at the Family Shift Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage.